Scared Stupid. Hello, 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 and a happy Febuscary <laughs> to everyone. Ryan, did you like that? Did you like the Crypt Keeper? I did. It's very good. Yeah, thank you. John Kassir, call me back. <laughs> Jeez, how long have we been trying to get him on the show? <laughs> At least a year. At least he was a one year. of the first, before, right after Bill Mosley, uh-huh. John Kassir agreed to do yes. <laughs> an interview with yes. us. And then so much has happened. I know John's been a busy guy. That, that happens a lot with these guys. They're very busy and yeah. we're not very high on their priority list. So exactly. we apologize if we've uh, promoted someone and they haven't gotten back to us for a year yeah well i mean last year we remember we got the commitment from kane hodder and right. we just now got him and yeah it's been like six months yeah i mean these guys get busy and i totally understand that yeah. like they it's not that they don't want to do it yeah, it's, it's just not a priority <laughs> yeah all of a sudden they're like well i could do this podcast or i'm gonna do do this movie right. in japan i'm gonna like, right. <laughs> especially kane he's like yeah i got like four coming out next kane, year it's not even four if you look at his filmography yeah. on imdb like where what's coming out for him yeah you there's multiple scrolls yeah. like it's not just a quick flick it's <laughs> it's yeah. insane yeah dude can't be hustling bro yeah so keep a lookout for that interview coming out next month Ooh. on our friday the 13th episode Ooh. i think something else cool's happening in march terry on friday the 13th on friday the 13th oh tell me more tell me more i hear that we have turned the key and started up our own wrestling promotion well that's what's up yes called rush wrestling rush 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 we're presenting a show called friday the 13th oh yeah brother yes on none other than friday the 13th the luckiest day of the year yeah there you go we are gonna have we really thought that one through. <laughs> yeah, we really <laughs> All right, first wrestling show. A lot of things could probably go wrong. When should we do it? Friday, Friday the 13th. 13th. Yep. <laughs> we said it like just like that. Yep. Like, perfect. Let's do it then. Perfect. So that is going to be at the Clinton Armory. There you go. On Friday the 13th. Doors open at 6. Show starts at 7. There you go. We've got Shane Andrews. Oh, yeah. Menace. Ooh. JDL. Well, well, well. Jeremiah Plunkett. There you go. And we even got Crazy Steve. Ooh. Yeah. Two-time Impact Champion with the Decay. That's right. Abyss's right-hand man. There you go. Crazy Steve. And I think uh, Crazy Steve might be buddying up with, I don't know, like, um, <clears throat> there's a lot that's going on heard, here on this show. I know. I heard the... Uh, Camp Crystal Lake Slasher might show up. I mean, it's his day. It is his day. So I, if he is there, I'll, I'm betting that he'll take pictures of people <laughs> at intermission and hopefully not kill them. Yeah, and hopefully, I mean, that's the ta- that's the chance you take. Right. Crazy Steve's the same deal. You can take pictures with him during intermission, but well, Jason only kills people that don't follow his rules, right? Yeah. He's never like killed. I don't know. I haven't. Well, he did go to Manhattan. Yeah, he did just start murking motherfuckers for no yeah, reason. Yeah, dude, he boxed that dude out on that rooftop. <laughs> but he was coming at him first, brother. He know? did. <laughs> he came, and then he told him to give him his best shot. He kind of asked for it. Oh, so. that's one of the best scenes. It is. It's <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in Jason history. It's one of the best scenes in yeah. Jason history. Along with like all the scenes in Jason X. Yes. People hated on that movie. It was such I a good know. movie. It was so good. Get like fucking uber anime Jason. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, like, him beating that, they lock him in that simulation and him fucking slamming Oh, it. God. <laughs> Just trying to kill AI campers for, like, an hour. What the fuck? That's an 
amazing. A fucking nano night suit. Like, come on, bro. He looked badass. I mean, who else has done that? Who else yeah. went to space? Nobody. Mm-hmm. Kane Hodder did, bro. Kane fucking Hodder did. Uh, fucking sweet ass suit, dude. Yeah. And it heals itself. Like, you're not beating that Jason. No, Jason <laughs> was already hard enough to beat, and they're like, eh, let's make him invincible. And dude. they didn't even beat him in that one. Mm-mm. The black guy had to tackle him yeah. into space, and they froze together. And then he unfroze and fell back into Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the end of that canon, right? That's the last one in that canon. Yeah, he's like a meteor. He's a Jason meteor, and then you can't kill him. So technically, we could start doing sequels off of that. Yeah. Because after that came the reboot. Right. With, uh, yeah. So I think Jason X, Kane Hodder needs to make a (laughs) comeback as Jason XX. X. Let's stop at the the sec. Let's not make a, a trilogy of that one. Jason Triple X. Triple X. Hey, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Because it's Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. That sounded like like Sylvester Stallone. I'm sorry. My Vin Diesel's. I I can do some decent impressions. My Vin Diesel's not as good yet. Maybe we'll bring Ice Cube back too. Yes. Hey, come on, man. You you done doing family movie? Well, he hasn't done a fit. You know, Ice Cube's had some good movies come out here lately. Has he? Yeah. You know, I mean, he did the whole uh, what, 21 Jump Street thing a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Those are pretty funny. Those are good. That, that was way better than, like, are we there yet? Just <laughs> all that stuff. But Vince still popping out them uh, Fast and Furious movies. Oh, my God. I love them. Yeah. And if you like wrestling and you hate on the Fast and Furious movies, <laughs> like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Like, it is literally movie wrestling. Yeah. Like, it's The Rock and Vin Diesel teaming up to, like, beat the shit out of Jason Statham and some other, like, Kung Fu and Tony Jaw. Like, they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, (laughs) it's movie wrestling. Yeah. Like, oh, it's fucking not believable. You watch wrestling? Did you watch wrestling? Or anything (laughs) Tom Cruise does? (laughs) Like, you don't go, you go there to be entertained, like a wrestling match. Like, I want to see a fucking car go out a window. Like, right. And then Vin Diesel and The Rock beat the shit out of each other. Exactly. That's (laughs) what an action movie. Don't go see an action movie. Right. That's all all it is. Sorry. Speaking of action movies, go see Final Kill, March 6th. Yes, Final Kill. Yeah, listen to those interviews on DLC Respawn. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) That's got Danny Trejo, Billy Zane. And I'm pretty sure that's one of the movies, because Danny Trejo just uh, passed the most killed on in in movies of all time. The most killed person in movies of all time. That's pretty awesome. The highest death toll of like any actor ever. And I think Final Kill might have been one of the ones that put him <laughs> over the limit. Danny Trejo loves dying in movies. Yeah, so so we got Kane Hodder, who he, apparently yeah. has the most murders in movie history. Yes. And Danny Trejo, who has the most being killed in movie history. Yes. <laughs> Danny Trejo said one time that he just likes, uh, he likes being the bad guy and showing that the bad guy never gets away with anything so yeah. that children won't be influenced by his characters <laughs> to be bad he's played a couple of uh you know more face-like characters exactly he was in what was that uh even spy the, kids <laughs> he, was, he, was, yeah. he was in one of the spy kids well even in, in like technically machete he's like yeah. an anti-hero right so see dangerio's got he's sweetheart and he's been doing those badass movies with a uh, fucking uh, Danny Glover. Yes. Have you seen those movies? I don't think so. I haven't seen. I know what you're talking They're called, about. Well, it's like badass and badasses. I don't know if they've done a third one, <laughs> but it's just like two like former like vets that are like saving their neighborhood from terrorists or some shit like that. If you don't call the third one badassier, badassier. you're fucking missing the boat. Badassist, badass, badasser, and badassiest. Here. 
<laughs> badassier. <laughs> we don't want to. We don't want to end it on. You know, if it's the badassiest, that's right. the top. That's it. So that's it. yeah, it's straight to DVD. So you're yeah. never gonna do a fourth one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been doing some digging on uh, our our most favorite segment. Oh yeah, our first most favorite segment. Our first most favorite yeah. segment. Yeah. And and I was thinking, you know, we've done all these cryptids. We we've looked at all these mythical monsters out there around the world, mm-hmm. but we've never looked right here in our own backyard. <laughs> for, a lot of us don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know we're gonna find the meth lab. Yeah. Y twelve. It's not nearly as, as safe anymore to just go <laughs> digging around for things. But I think I got a good one for this month's Mythical Monster of the Month. Spooky. Yeah, see, I, did you see the dramatic pause? I did. That I left in there? Yep, thank you. Yep, I tried to do it. Because this one is a, he's a hometown boy. Hell yeah, dude. You know. Grassroots. Grassroots down here. <laughs> this month's Mythical Monster of the Month, which as always is sponsored by Otherworldly Coffee. Mm. Get a cup of cryptid. Hell yeah. This month's mythical monster of the month is the Tennessee Wild Man. Hell yeah, Shane Andrews. Yeah, baby. <laughs> can See, we can we pitch that to him to change his name to the Tennessee, yeah, the Tennessee Wild, Wild Man with a Y? Yes, with a Y, dude. I guarantee you, he'll love it, dude. We're gonna pitch it to him Friday yeah, the Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth. We're pitching it, Shane Andrews. You were the Tennessee, Tennessee Wild, Wild Man, Man with a Y, <laughs> with a huge Y. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? 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 Yes, everybody keeps chanting why. Because he's wild. There you go. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> so the Tennessee wild man goes all the way back to the 1800s. Mm. Yeah, in McNary County. I don't even think Tennessee existed back then. Apparently it did, right? <laughs> <laughs> but people say that and we're going to have to post a picture up of okay. this this hairy feller. Obviously an, art, an artistic rendering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nobody had photographs back then. In the 1800s? Yeah, in the 1800s. Yeah, wild man, could you stand still for 30 seconds? I'm going to need you. This guy, like, he's not quite a Bigfoot because there's still, like, a human face, but he's got, like, a big, hairy Bigfoot body. And also, he's, like, super hunched over. Yeah. He's got, like, for to be seven feet tall, he's like, yeah, that's another thing. He's seven feet tall. Is that with the hunch or without the hunch? I think it's with the like could you imagine if he stood up straight yeah dude eight foot tall bro <laughs> so people like they say he's has a you know a similar appearance to the sasquatch uh-huh. but like i said he's got the human he's almost got like a lion's mane mm. around his human so face he's like a there. more evolved sasquatch he's yeah. closer to human than exactly whatever his face is like breaking through the monkey stage okay. in the front there that's what's happening the people say that he was a uh, he was captured by a freak show a traveling circus freak show captured the Tennessee wild man. Makes sense. Put him on display, but he broke free. Uh-huh. Yeah. So now there's this big, dark, ginger-haired, seven-foot-tall thing. So this is uh, this is real. Because yeah. Because this is just like one of those guys with the, um, you know, you've seen those wolf, the wolf men and wolf yes, women. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they grow like hair on their oh face Oh my God, what over. is the name of that disease? Yeah, I don't know. I just watched a thing on a kid that has it. Yeah, but I saw it on Ripley. So this was just like some tall motherfucker that had that disease. Right. And like, they found him in the woods. And they're just like, like, hey. Want to make some cheddar? You want to make a little bit of cheddar, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, see? Come join the circus. 
I wish that's the thing. Like uh, back in the fifties and the eighteen hundreds, that was just the time to make money yeah. with the free show. <laughs> yeah. That was time to make money off of anything. Like you were only living to fifty. Yeah. So like live life at the fullest. Well, do you know what I'm talking about? Put drink, a little bit of cocoa beans and those Coca Colas, right. dude. If you drank dirty water, and got a cut. Like you were dead. <laughs> you were dead. You're you had to build dead. everything by hand. If you got cut, you were dead. <laughs> People did not survive back then. Ain't no tetanus shot, and the bread's not moldy enough yet to make like <laughs> penicillin. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about the other day. It's like no tetanus shots, and they were all just like making fences, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, all the time. And then they'd be like, "Oh, Jebediah's dead again, again." <laughs> that's why they had twenty kids. Yeah, because half of them were dying from tetanus. <laughs> Three just of to them. build their house. Three of them aren't making it past childbirth. Oh, geez, what a rough time. <laughs> oh. So this thing coronavirus ain't shit, bro. Uh, yeah, on top, and you know the thing I saw a thing the other day. It was like, look at everything we've already lived through: the fucking swine flu, the bird flu, Ebola. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. No, <laughs> not at all. I just had the flu. I'm good, bro. Yeah, see, like, and like I said, just give us all prednisone, and then we're good yeah, to go, dude. Terry is like a new man today. <laughs> Do them fucking oral steroids or the shit. He's been on the brink of death and they got him on test. Now he's just fucking... <laughs> yeah, dude, he's on the gas, bro. On the fucking cycle, dude. <laughs> About to get in the ring on Friday the 13th. <laughs> fucking who's getting a clothesline. Who's getting this clothesline. Fucking open challenge. From Scary Terry. <laughs> Issuing my own open challenge. Yeah. Oh, fucked. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> now I'm fucked. <laughs> Terry's the Tennessee wild man. I'm just gonna shoot on him like this <laughs> fight now this brother now a fight fist fight we're gonna have to get you to seven feet tall <laughs> it what does say that he's known to spout out a disturbing war cry oh. so it is shane andrews yeah it is. remember i told you about me and him going sasquatch yeah, dude, it's just shane andrews looking for sasquatch <laughs> doing his sasquatch call <laughs> oh shit that's the tennessee wild man tennessee wild man oh but um, listen to this call back it has a horrible smell too okay has a terrible smell that's reminiscent to the skunk ape. Oh, boy. Yeah, from all the way back in episode one. There you go. How about that? But he's a more aggressive, and he's the arch enemy what? of Sasquatch. Shut the fuck up. Tennessee Wildman versus Sasquatch, baby. Is it, Book it. Booking wrestling matches we now? We're booking wrestling matches left and right. We can't help it. Hit us hit us up, Scott County. Where's that motherfucking Sasquatch yeah. convention at this year? Yeah, we will book the Tennessee Wildman versus Sasquatch main event for the belt. Yeah, Scott County was last year. They got a big Sasquatch following in Scott County for some reason. Yeah. Must be something in the water. There's <laughs> a there's the Squatch of Scott County. Or that's what I meant. Yeah, the Squatch of Scott County, yeah. Yeah. So, so we got to hit up these conventions. Big fans of the show. We'll call it the, you know, the fucking cryptid champion. Yeah, they don't even care that I talk shit about the cryptids. No. <laughs> Terry's the heel commentator that it's doesn't true. believe in cryptids. I believe in that one because that's just yeah. a dude with a disease that some circus picked up. <laughs> a tall dude with a disease. Because <laughs> it's plausible. Super plausible. It looks like we're going to have to go to like Elizabeth in Tennessee. Oh boy, that's uh yeah, that's some of the last places that he's been seen, and it's like oh, that's right next to Johnson years. City. Yeah. yeah, so okay, like uh, he's also been around Kentucky and shit like that. So it looks like this one shouldn't be too hard to find. Well, technically, we're about to be filming near Elizabethan next yeah. week, so we oh. could potentially catch the yes. Tennessee Wild Man. So keep a lookout for that. <laughs> we'll be dropping that vid. Yeah, there you go. You might see the Tennessee Wild Man in the background. <laughs> can we get Shane Andrews to come out that day too? I think so. <laughs> Just like. 
Just peeking around Just the peeking. trees. <laughs> we'll see if we can fly him out for <laughs> fly him out to Elizabeth. Fly him out to Elizabeth in Tennessee so we can shoot him as the Tennessee wild man for the day. Doing his Bigfoot call. Well, fucking Jason's out there chasing <laughs> campers. <laughs> it's all in good fun. Oh dude, that'd be great. Like Shane Andrews. It's like I found Sasquatch. Like, no, that is Jason Voorhees, no, bro. That's Jason Voorhees. <laughs> oh man. Oh, <laughs> He's just real disappointed about it. <laughs> I mean that's kind of cooler, Shane. I mean you found Jason Voorhees yeah, for mean, reals. Yeah, yeah, don't like, uh, yeah, don't don't like knock that. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is bullshit, dude. Uh, so thank you for coming in with your terrible smell, Tennessee Wild Man. Yep, yep. We always appreciate it. Close the door on your way out. Yeah, Roswell couldn't smell it because he doesn't have nostrils. Yeah, see, lucky Roswell. Vance past that stage of evolution. Man, I have screwed it again and not introduced everyone in this studio. Oh, yeah. Look did, at what I did. Did you introduce me? I didn't. Oh, wow. What are you doing, bro? I know. Like, I'm just, I'm so excited to start talking about all this stuff. I just forget who we are. <laughs> so, you know, uh, here I am, the uh, the Grand Dookie of Spooky. The Grand Dookie <laughs> of Spooky. <laughs> yes, that's what we're changing to. Yeah, it's not the Grand Duke of Spooky anymore. It's the Grand, Grand Dookie, Dookie of Spooky. spooky. <laughs> Chris Bell. And as always, my uh, emotional support alien, Roswell. And super producer to the stars, Terry Snow. What up? Yes. See, we we'll just you know only whatever. seventeen minutes in. It's fine. Yeah, everybody knows. Everybody shows, knows. Shows don't start with intros. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all the shows start with intros. We're trying to be different, bro. Yeah, we're fucking changing the game up. <laughs> we're not introing till the end of the show. <laughs> no. And so now, for something completely different. Okay. I think we're gonna go into our first interview. Ooh. And this is a good one. Oh yeah, it is. You know, uh, I I I, di- I didn't want to tell you this, but mm-hmm. um, our next interviewee may actually be taking your place. Oh yeah, I was as, here. No, yeah, I say it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I just I, I I didn't know if you remembered. I want you to be ready for it just mm-hmm. in case. It's fine. But um, from Friday to no, don't do see, it. You did I, it in the interview. I did it in the interview. So yeah. go ahead and look out for me screwing that up. <laughs> look, we've been doing nothing but Friday the Thirteenth shit all month long. <laughs> that has been like pumping out my head. Friday the Thirteenth wrestling event. We're doing Friday the Thirteenth scared stupid episode with Kane Hodder. <laughs> We're doing booking all sorts of Jasons all over the country. Like <laughs> it's just it has been uh, it's been a lot. Friday the Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth's not it. So yeah. I apologize to everyone uh, ahead of time for, for what I say in this interview. I swear to God, I didn't mean it. <laughs> but star, one of the stars of Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Yes. Tuesday night. Yeah, buddy. Yes, played Kristen in the movie. Yeah, also a pop star. Yeah. And much more jewelry maker and much more. Absolutely. She's an, an all-around awesome person. She was great, yeah. She was such a delight to talk to. Uh, so She also did the theme for Nightmare 4, the opening theme. Yes, she, she did the opening theme, and uh, she did, what was it, Mad About You? She did some, oh, yeah, she composed right. the music yep. for Mad About You. I mean... She was also a new Nightmare when they were doing that yes, one as well. Yes, so very talented actor actress and wonderful human being um she also gave us a little tidbit about some uncut scenes from new nightmare yes she did and that would have been great i would love, want to love to see that movie yeah instead of just going into one of the you'll well you'll hear it yeah you'll hear all about it <laughs> yeah. so sit tight stay tuned for the wonderful tuesday night hello 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 all my funky fiends out there it is your favorite as always, ghost host with the most, Mr. Chris Bell. And joining me in studio now, as always in studio, because we never do call-in interviews. 
just in studio, the wonderfully magnificent <laughs> Miss Tuesday Night. Tuesday, how are we doing? Hi. Good. Oh, really well. Thank you. Yes. Oh, man, I am so excited to be here with the infamous Tuesday Night. This is such a cool day for me. On a Saturday, I get to Aww. sit with Tuesday. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, Tuesday, we want to get right into it. Tell the fans out there, you know, kind of where you got your start in this whole crazy horror genre. Well, um, I got my start really because I grew up with this sort of thing. Um, My dad was a a really famous composer and I um, always had music and acting around me. So it was, you know, at a very young age, I was already trying to be an actress at like eight years old something. <laughs> and my dad would have like people in his living room like Frank Sinatra and Ricky Nelson and I would wow. be like out there trying to do like you know little skits for them and my dad would be like like you know egging yeah. me on and, and, and later on when I grew up I like found out that they were the people in the living room and I freaked out right <laughs> how crazy is that yeah <laughs> so we love the the kind of musical aspect of you too that there is music in your heart and you can tell that and is that kind of did you so w- which came first the the song for nightmare four or your role in nightmare four uh the role in nightmare four came first um i just auditioned for it and um on my second callback uh rennie the director he he gave me the role and um and then when I found out they were doing music for it, I asked him if it would be cool if I brought him something to listen to to see if he would like it and maybe think it would be right for the movie. Yeah. And uh, so I I went to the studio and with my partner, my writing partner, uh, Micah Jitsi, and we we started writing and we did it in like three hours. We recorded it, we wrote it and everything and I brought it back to Rennie and he tripped out and he loved it (laughs) well yeah I mean you go from just being in the movie to writing the main title theme for it that's yeah I didn't know it was going to be the main title at all he didn't tell me until I was sitting in the theater whoa (laughs) and just all of a sudden it's like bam oh that's me here we go Yep, that's right. I'm like, oh my God, they put it there. Oh my God. I was so excited. <laughs> you should have been excited because it's such a catchy tune. I know. Oh, I've been, thank you. I've been singing it all day to myself, <laughs> riding around. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I always call it my love song to Freddie. So oh, yes, it is. That's kind of what it was. Yes, yeah. 100%. That is perfect. Is it your love song to Freddie? Which is interesting <laughs> for Nightmare 4 because I feel like. Kristen kind of had it the worst out of everybody. Like she had it the hardest. Like as soon as the movie starts, you're just, you know, walking along, you get spooked by this little girl drawing a picture down there and then you get exploded and dog bitten. And then you just, you wrap up your dog bite like John Rambo and just go back to sleep. (laughs) I know. I know. We go back to sleep. Wow. You were so brave. Brave. But, yeah. it be, it's a lot different than what I'd be in real life, let me tell you. Right, I'm. that's what I was thinking. I was like, I, I'm pretty sure I, that, that, guy, that would have phased me. <laughs> She's a yeah, champ. definitely. <laughs> so, kind of, you know, thinking back to that, what were some of your favorite scenes that you got to film? Um, well, my, one of my favorite scenes for sure was the one with my mother. 
um, where I tell her that she murdered me and the whole thing. Yes. Um, t- take that to your goddamn therapy. Yeah. That, that's one of my favorite ones. And then, of course, the one where I face off with Freddie. That was really cool, too. Oh, yeah. Getting to stand down there in the boiler room, go head to head with the man himself. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> and see, this is one of those franchise one of those amazing horror movies that use utilize practical effects so much and i'm such a big fan of practical effects so you know movies like friday the 13th especially this one i love when he's uh, nightmare good lord what am i phew, look at me tripping up over myself what I, are you saying i don't what even know what saying? i'm ex- i don't even know what i'm saying anymore tuesday i'm so sorry <laughs> It's March. Oh, that's okay. One spanking will take care of it. Uh-oh. I, I, I guess I've earned that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So let's okay rewind. In the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, you know, they have some of the coolest and wildest practical effects. Yeah. There were some really cool ones. Oh, yeah. So do um, do small groups of, like, well-harmonized children still just a big no-go for you? Yeah, small <laughs> harmonized children are not a good thing for me now, especially not around bedtime. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, you got an awesome call back in Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Like, you know, you get to yes. see all you guys hanging out at the funeral and everything. That's I think that's a really cool... A really cool concept. Yeah, that was really fun. Um, it was really going to be uh, more in in the movie that we actually filmed more than that. Um, it was going to go into like each one of our lives, and we were playing ourselves and finding out about that we were having these terrible nightmares. And yeah, uh, it was it was going to be a really neat thing. But I guess the movie was too long, or something happened, and he didn't put it in. I but see. I was really surprised when. Uh, I got called to be in that movie because I was the only one that was called in for from <laughs> Nightmare Four. Yeah. So it was just it was really great that I got a chance to actually work with Wes. You know. Right. Well, I mean, it's it's like you said, it's because it's because Kristen had it the hardest. They're like she needs she needs yeah. to get to come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, like you're you're just hanging out on the beach, and then here comes Freddie doing his best Jaws impression. And <laughs> I I know I couldn't escape. I, you know that you mentioned it; it's really true. I really did have it the hardest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just watching it, and recapping it, and everything. I was like, you know, everybody's got it pretty bad, but man, right. <laughs> like Kristen just doesn't get a break from the whole thing. No, no, I know. And then they kill me. That's I know. Worst, you just right? get chucked into a big lake of fire and, <laughs> and he steals your soul. And that's nowhere to be inside of Freddy Krueger forever. <laughs> no, no. At least I got to come back one time. So that was fun. Exactly. So outside yeah. of a nightmare on Elm street, what are, uh, what are some of your other favorite horror franchises? Uh, let's see. Um, I like I like Child's Play. I think that's really fun. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a good one. Um, let's see. I never, you know, I don't know much of Friday the Thirteenth. I don't really know much. I think I'm the most familiar with Nightmare on Elm Street, and I really think that one. It always was my favorite. Yeah. I always liked Nightmare on Elm Street. So when I got that role, I was just completely freaked out. Right. But that's always been my favorite. Yeah. yeah, I mean, 
I appreciate the honesty. That's <laughs> I'm I'm with yeah. you on that one. I always liked because a, a lot of the other you know horror icons they didn't have the wit that Freddy Krueger had, like just the smackdowns yeah. that Freddy could bring. <laughs> exactly. That's what I love about him is that he's funny exactly. and he's got this like swagger. The way he walks, the way he oh, yeah. moves. I mean, he's just you know what I mean. He's so slick. He's just he's so neat. Oh yeah. Everything he does, even like you know when he slides the sunglasses on on the beach, just bam, cool guy. I know, <laughs> right? Who else? Who else would wear Ray Bans? Exactly. You know? You're not. You're not going to see Michael Myers throwing on a pair of Ray Bans. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. He scares me. Michael yeah. Myers scares me. Really? Yeah. He's. I mean, the shape's a big spooky guy. Yeah. I mean, I do like. I I do like him. I think he's he's a good. He's a really good character i oh, love yeah. that i mean i liked um the the later one i liked h2o is that yeah. one of them that's one of them. Oh yeah that's one i of really like that one heck yeah i mean he you know he's yeah. a good one but like we said he doesn't have freddie swagger <laughs> no they don't none of them have that they're just kind of flashers you know what i mean exactly. they're not really yeah they no. don't have the personality that freddie has absolutely not i'm with you on that one <laughs> yeah so, and that's because of Robert, because Robert's so good, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. He just seems like a big sweetheart. He is, totally. He's, and, and, yeah, he's a great guy. And even though you guys, you know, have it or having it out on screen, you can tell that there is just an obvious chemistry there between you two working together. Yeah, there was. And it was funny because, you know, I think Rennie really, really cast a lot of good people. And, and luckily... I was in on the casting. I had I had something to do with it too, which was cool because he asked me who I liked um, wow. out of the different people, you know, to play Alice and Rick and 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 those different people, uh, different characters. So it was really it was really fun. He brought a lot of great people together. They and we all meshed, you know. See, that's and that, and that's that's you know coming from a good director standpoint that can take direction for and like look at someone that he knows he can trust and knows that someone that has, you know, a good judgment and he can ask that person, you know, who should I have on this project and knows that he can trust them. Yeah. I mean, that was really cool. It was fun because it was, it's always interesting to be on the other side of it. You know what I mean? And, and see yeah. like what it's like, uh, to be on the other side. It's cool. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I bet <laughs> you learn, you learn a lot as an actor. You learn a lot as an actor because you can tell when somebody comes in and they come in to read if they've just got it or they don't. It's 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 so apparent, you know, if they have the material down, if they have the character down. It's it's really apparent. Right. And, uh, you know, yeah. you, you in your acting have been so versatile. I mean, you have a very impressive filmography behind you. And you, oh, thank you. You've done so many different things, you know, kind of outside of horror. What, what would you say your favorite project's been that you've worked on? I think my favorite my favorite project that I've worked on is 2000 Malibu Road, probably. Uh, just because it was playing such a character that is nothing like me, and it was so much fun to just dip into that that character and not even have to worry about like, do I look good or am I, you know, standing at the right angle or right. you know what I mean? Those kinds right. of things that you think about as an actor, you know? Absolutely, and see, it, it's something that took you outside of you know what you do in horror and stuff like that yeah 
Yeah, I mean, because I like I like doing all kinds of things, and I, I really think of myself as a character actress most of the time because I love to play. I like diversity, and yeah. and I really like you know doing different things. So it was kind of cool to to be able to play something that I didn't have to be anything like. I could just be you know jump into it and be submersed. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And see, you you are. I mean, on screen, you you are a larger than life person, no matter who you're playing. And that that to me speaks about you as an actress. Oh, thank you. You're sweet. <laughs> you know, thank you. So I got something, you know, uh, completely unmovie related that I got to ask you. Cool. So cool. Do you still make jewelry for Britney Spears? No, I don't anymore. I stopped that. Um, I kind of took a, a break, and Lisa Wilcox and I, uh, you know, did this company together, mm-hmm. and it was very successful. And we had many, you know, all really big clients, and it was great. It was so much fun. But uh, then I really got back into the acting so heavily that it wasn't. I couldn't really. We couldn't really keep it up. You know. Right. I mean, it was that's... more. It was kind of. It kind of like ran its course. Because we did it for like seven years. Wow. See, that's, yeah. uh, see, I, I never had known that about you. My girlfriend actually makes jewelry, and uh, you know, I, when I was oh, doing, cool. my, yeah, when I was doing my research on you, I was like, oh my god, how cool! I was. I wonder how many people know that she made jewelry for Britney Spears. That's we're just yeah. made jewelry and at Madonna, all. And, and Madonna and Angelina Jolie and yeah. Wow. So you had quite the clientele list. We did, but, yeah. We were really lucky. It was really, it was really fun. <laughs> but I, I believe I speak for everyone when when I say that we are happy you came back to acting. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's, that's, <laughs> I am too. I am too because it never, you know, that passion for it never went away. Uh, it, it was always there, and I did some things when I was doing the the jewelry, but it was kind of like a little break for me. And I also. I also had breast cancer, wow. which was kind oh, of a, a dip in my life for a minute. Yeah. So I kind of went into something else, but I survived. Thank goodness they hey, got it. Hey, that is incredible. Was, yeah. 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 Yeah, wow. I just had my test, and I'm still good. <laughs> Woo-hoo, that is awesome news. We're going to give a big round of applause here. and That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank is, you. Yes, Thank you yes, so much. Yes. That just, oh, that swells my heart up. That makes me so happy. <laughs> to know. Aww, yeah. Your girlfriend must think you're really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do a good job. She's she's molded yeah. me well, I tell you. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> so I got to ask, you know, you're back in acting, you're back doing this. So what kind of projects are you working on now? What do you have coming out? What do we have to look forward to? Well, um, I just finished um, a couple of things. I finished a movie called Back in the Know, which is a movie that takes place in the 90s, which is really fun to do. And I have a film called The Bloody Man, which is horror, uh, obviously. Uh-huh. And I just I just finished another one called The Rideshare Killer, which I'm really, uh, I had a blast on and it, it with uh, Eric Roberts. Oh, yeah. You were and, a co-producer uh, on that, weren't you? Uh, yes, yeah. I was. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it was, you know, so I have those three coming out and then I'm, I'm starting a couple more in March. Um, I have a couple more films that I'm doing. Um, One is called Sitting Duck, which is really great because it's about a woman who's trying to murder her husband and can never get it right. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so it's it's a comedy. It's a dark comedy, and it's really well written. And I think it's going to turn out good. Uh, but yeah, those are the things that I have coming up, and I'm still, of course, writing music for films. Yes. Um, I wrote the title. I wrote the title song for Bloody Man too. Oh wow! Um, and that's yeah. So when is when are when are these things uh, you know coming out? When when can we look for them? They're they're coming out at the end of the year or the beginning of next. Excellent. That's when they're coming. I don't know the, the release dates yet. Excellent. So then it sounds to me like we're gonna have to get you back. We're going to have to have you back on to talk about all these future updates that you've got going on. Oh, I'd love to. You're awesome. Oh, I'd love to. Well, thank you so much. I mean, we might just, we might have to give your own podcast here on the network. To, we'll, we'll call it. Oh tu- my God. Yeah. We'll, we'll call it I'm Tuesday gonna, Nightmares. I'm going to be your sidekick. I'm oh, gonna, I want to be your sidekick. That would I be amazing. Be. I would love, that's, we'll, we'll, we're changing the whole dynamic. It's Scared Stupid hosted by Tuesday Night and Chris Bell. <laughs> That's, That's the best. Right. See, Doug awesome. Bradley told me that I needed to change the name of the show to Young and Upcoming Fella. But I'm not going to listen uh-huh. to Pinhead anymore. I don't think. Oh, that's hilarious. I, I love it. Young and upcoming fella. That's amazing. Yeah. See, so now Scared Stupid fits so much better now that it's me and my cohort in crime Tuesday night. That's right. That's even better. You're oh, right. That's awesome. <laughs> that is so awesome. Well, Tuesday, thank you so much for joining us here today. And Of course. Thanks for having me. Yes. And until the next time that, uh, you know, we're here for our next episode of our show, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll have some more great info. So, Tuesday, would you tell the people out there to listen to our show, Scared Stupid? Yes. Everybody listen to the great show, Scared Stupid, with my favorite host. Yes. Oh, thank you so yes. much. And the my sweetest guy that oh. I, that's ever interviewed me. Oh my God, that is. I, I will take that. I will take that as first place yes. interviewer. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, Tuesday, you've been the best. Thank you so much. I hope you have just the best of days today. I hope you do too. Thank you so much, dear. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. 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 You know my game. Elm Street's the place. You got the time. Yes, you'll watch the ride. Fred Krueger of the myth, but Fred Krueger the man. It doesn't matter, cause I'm still rapping about him, understand? So sit back, check, I'm doing a bust and rhyme. Grab a hole in your face, it's Krueger time. Oh, yeah, coming back from Krueger time. Now bust a rhyme. That is officially Robert England rapping with the fat boys on Are You Ready for Freddy? Ah. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> just see, I wanted your genuine reaction from yeah, you. Dude. I'm just as excited about that as I was for Dream Warriors. Right. <laughs> best songs of all time. <laughs> oh man, what a good! I just I love that. I meant to talk to Tuesday about that because <laughs> she is like she's credited in that. Oh, as like writing the song? <laughs> no, as uh, she's she's got like they use clips 
from the song and from the movie and the music uh, video. So okay. she is credited for being in the music video. Oh, gotcha. But yeah, that's good <laughs> stuff. Are you, are you ready? Are you ready? ready? <laughs> that's wonderful. The eighties, oh. man. <clears throat> I love it. It's wild, wild so, time. <laughs> uh, so if you've never heard that play and look, seen the video, please look up. Are you ready for Freddie by the fat boys? <laughs> Cause who that's a good time. <laughs> so, the 80s peak of humanity, bro. We've had a good Freddy Krueger-packed episode. For sure. This time around, yeah. But uh, uh, one of the uh, interviews that we didn't get on this episode uh-huh. that is coming out as it's kind of its own exclusive type deal mm-hmm. is uh, with Mr. Michael A. Channels, Ooh. who is the 30-year-long pen pal and best friend of Charles Manson. Ooh. Yeah. He's uh, actually a very nice guy. We, surprisingly yeah he's he's a super nice guy uh me and him have actually stayed in contact since the interview godspeed chris so yeah no he's been, <laughs> he's been a cool guy about everything he sent me the uh al lewis you know the grandpa from the munsters uh-huh. he sent me the interview where he talks about uh charles manson babysitting his kids oh wow once and what a great guy charlie was I remember, yeah we uh released the <laughs> released the uh promo f- promo for that uh interview and uh then he shared it mm-hmm. and then we got like a bunch of people with like charles manson profile pictures following the page and I oh like, yeah hope that was a good idea we're in the, <laughs> we're in the family now that's what's happening they're <laughs> gonna leave the studio with a bunch of people holding hands around the studio that'd like, be, I'd, I'd be okay with it <laughs> i guess we're joining a cult yeah now. here we go uh, it's a family <laughs> okay vin diesel that's right. <laughs> I'm going to work on my Vin Diesel impressions. <laughs> I don't know what that is now. <laughs> Damn it. That, was, that sounds like that. Sh- Did you ever watch that show, Assy McGee? Yes. Hey, yeah. buddy. That is what it sounds like, Assy <laughs> McGee. Yeah. You it's don't all, know what the fuck you're talking about. It's all about family. Look, that Fast and Furious movie's coming out. Corona's sales are going to go back up. Yeah, that's all they we're drink. good to go. <laughs> that's all they Did drink. you hear about like Corona's drop? Oh, lost yeah. like $125 million. Because people are terrified that's where the virus <laughs> is coming from. Coronavirus in the beer. Well, <laughs> people are scared of everything anymore. Yeah. Well, I'll give them something to be scared about, Terry. Oh, okay, hold okay. on. Okay, everybody get ready to be afraid of this month's None other than our second favorite segment of the episode and show. Creature Feature. I like to see how long I can do that each time. Kind of like the soccer goal. It's pretty long. Yeah, that was a pretty good one that time. I had a, I had some length to it. <laughs> Badoom cha. So I have gotten to see some pretty good scary movies here lately. This was a the uh, the new Invisible Man. Oh, did you go see that? Came out, yeah, nice. and. They finally did a Universal monster movie, right? Is it part? Is it a relaunch of that universe or just a standalone? I think it may. I don't know. I think they okay. released it as a standalone, just in case nobody it, else does it right. Right, because it felt very like, um, not necessarily indie, but definitely very compact and more yeah. a smaller sort of. Which is what it needed to be, because uh-huh. that's what the Universal monster movies were. They weren't right. these. Hu- they had sound stages. They weren't these. Huge blockbusters. Yeah. Yeah. That had all these crazy effects in them and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. and that's what people fell in love with was those monsters. And if you're going to try to recapture 
what those monsters were, mm-hmm. you have to do it that way. You can't pack Tom Cruise and Javier Bardem and yeah. everyone else, yeah. And try to, you know, pull out this huge blockbuster movie with all this CGI and all these crazy new angles of how Dracula and the Wolfman and mm-hmm. especially people like Dracula and the Wolfman and the Invisible those are two well established characters mm-hmm. to to fuck with them. Right. And I'm super I was super excited about a universal monster universe. Yeah. <laughs> um it's like the Avengers with universal monsters, but Oh yeah. Dropped the ball twice on like multi million dollar like huge Hollywood productions, yeah, with Dracula Untold, and then the Mummy with Tom Cruise, and mm-hmm. but this one is obviously a more compact, like twenty million dollar movie, like it more of like a, a Blumhouse style sort of yeah. thing. And so, I'm glad they got a hold of it, yeah, instead of because the Mummy just felt like it should have been called like Mission Impossible, the Mummy, <laughs> <laughs> Undead Mission Impossible, Undead Mission Impossible, <laughs> Mission Impossible Egypt. So that's a good one that's in theaters right now to go check out. Uh, one that just came out here recently, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh, yeah. I finally got to sit down and watch that. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I loved the practical effects in it. Uh, you know me. I'm being hard on for practical effects, but... It starts off kind of slow. Yes. It was hard It was hard for me to... I haven't gotten all the way through it because I usually watch it late at night and then I fall asleep because right. it's, it's very slow start. Yeah. But, uh, it's Guillermo del Toro. Of course. That's his style. He's yeah. a slow start, but then... He's one of the few people that they green light to use as many practical effects as he does. That's because they know he's going to use them. Right. That's what uh, Tom Woodruff told us, is Mm -hmm. he's one of the few people that get that, like, go ahead. Yeah. Because they don't want to worry about, oh, he's going to decide not to use this in post and we're going to have to pay for CGI. Right. Not with him. No, he knows what he's doing, bro. And as someone that was such a big fan, like, I used to save up all my money to go to the Scholastic Book Fair every year (laughs) and buy fucking scary stories to tell in the dark. Right. And I still have a few of my old copies of it. And they they live, like, even to the illustrations from Mm. the book, he hit, I mean, it's perfect. Nice. So it's worth the slow build to to where it all winds up. Gotcha. Um, Another one that I caught on Netflix, Mm -hmm. The Perfection. Ooh. Yeah, it was a it was a slower movie, and I wasn't sure which way it was gonna go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about like this cellist society, and uh, you know, very hoity-toity high society. Like it. One uh, one of the girls that used to be a huge part of the society has been gone for a while. So the movie starts, and she's come back, and now there's like a new top girl mm. at the academy, and everybody. Right. So kind of like Suspiria. Exactly. Kind of like that. And then they want the two of them to like become friends and like work together. Mm -hmm. And she starts to see that she is going to take her place. And then the plot kind of starts. But it's I did not see where it wound up. I I didn't see it coming. And Mm. then it got even more like, well, shit, I thought it was over. I really didn't see that fucking coming. Um, that's crazy. I got one to <laughs> recommend from Netflix as well is uh, The Girl on the Third Floor. Yeah. With uh, CM Punk. Uh, if you can get past the first 15 minutes of just god-awful CM Punk acting, just <laughs> shit show acting from CM Punk. Stop trying to get into everything. I mean, if you can get past the first 15 minutes, his acting does get better, and the movie gets really, really fucking good. Yeah. Surprisingly, like, it's shot in one house, and, like, 
the way they made that so dynamic, I'd definitely give the the director props. He definitely took a lot of inspiration from The Shining and shit like that. Yes. And it's very unnerving as you get into it that they did a very good job. First 15 minutes, I wasn't sure. I was about to turn it off, but stick to it because some of the yeah. horror scenes and where the story goes is fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like you said, with The Shining, they shot in one central location. Right. But look at the size of the location they had in The Shining right. versus the girl yeah. on the third floor. Yeah. I mean, way more compact on girl on the third floor. They did a great job of making it, you know, feel, you know, dynamic, even with the limited room they had. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'll give, uh, <laughs> I know you don't love this one. Oh, and actually something that, so like the girl, it's going to be kind of a spoiler, but the girl on the third floor, like now I know what that third floor at Sassy Ann's was for. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like totally like, <laughs> It was like, oh, oh, <laughs> all the people out there that don't know what Sassy Ann's was. Yeah, it's, it was the oldest brothel in Knoxville that got turned into a bar. And then sometimes a comedy night. Yeah. And now I know what the third floor is for. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, so make, be sure to check that out. <laughs> I like stuff that's shot in a compact well, well, you can't. Location. It's closed. Yeah, you can't check. Not Sassy Ann's. <laughs> check out. <laughs> Where's Lance? <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking, uh, I, I'm, I've got two that are kind of similar okay. for the end. I wasn't planning on doing this one, but it reminded me of it when oh, you said. Watch Nightmare on Elm Street 4, too. Yeah, okay. also, of course, watch Nightmare on Elm Street 4. That's an excellent movie if you haven't seen that in a good long time. Yeah, dude, Freddy has a shark. Yes, <laughs> Freddy comes up out of the water as a shark and then fucking whack-a-moles Tuesday night down into the sand, dude. It's, she, yeah, dude. she really appreciated me paying attention to how shitty she had it in the movie. <laughs> well, they're like, it's the fourth one. We gotta go fucking We gotta go bonkers. hard. All the fucking hands blasting out of him. That's like, ah! such a good shit. Um, but the Lords of Salem, and I know, uh, well, yeah, I know you don't love the Lords, but right. the fact that he shot it in basically like one hallway and a theater, mm, like, true. and <clears throat> everything in that movie's practical. Yeah, he didn't use any, even the scenes where like shit's melting really quick and it's all mm-hmm. the flashy quick. He just like put fire in front of the camera and then shot different <laughs> scenes melt like yeah i'm i'm a huge fan i like those old uh, like italian shots it's just the italian music like the sharp mm-hmm. there wasn't really a lot of that in lords of salem i think in the the murder scene there was a lot of that sharp sounding yes. score but yes the shots those like long creepy shots from the old italian horror style is definitely mm-hmm. something that's very cool to look at the one of the and I, this shouldn't be a spoiler at this point if you haven't seen I the mean, movie good lord 10 plus years old yeah, yeah. <laughs> is the end scene where they're all in the theater and all the bodies are stacked on top yeah. of each other and she's like up there like the queen of like hell ascending yeah yes um <clears throat> that i was i was sure i was like that's fucking uh cgi uh-huh. that has to be but Every one of those women are just laying, like, they're all just perfectly still oh, really? laying there in that scene. <laughs> like, oh, wow. It's so, yeah. Could you imagine Rob Zombie's just like, get naked and lay there for 10 hours? That's one of my favorite things shots. he's ever said in an interview was people, everybody tells me, you know, the, oh, we want to be in a Rob Zombie horror movie, we want to be in a horror movie, and mm. then you're laying there for 10 hours covered in shit, and you're cold, and you're wet, and <laughs> all of a sudden you don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> right. Like, like yeah, unless you're Sherry Moon Zombie, you don't want to really be a female in a 
Rob Zombie. Yeah, you're just gonna have to dance in the woods naked, (laughs) covered in shit, and sacrificing babies. And that scene where they're like rubbing all over her and like possessing her with the devil's baby and everything, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she like legit freaked out and started crying and like gagging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She said it was like really overwhelming and like it fucked with her pretty hard. Especially in, they were in Salem. They shot it in Salem. Yeah. Which the house that is still there. You can go visit the house that they shot at in Salem. And D, uh, D, not Wallace. D. Wallace yeah. is Sunny in that mm-hmm. movie. Check out that exclusive interview. She's been with, on the network. Yeah, with old Sam Donnelly. And uh, I just saw Josh Hasty was up uh, in Salem at that house too, yeah. checking it out. He's looking to do something up there, so that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what Josh is about to start working on. Yeah, he's working on something spooky with yeah, yeah. witches. It looks like. So. Which we'll get him back. Of course. I freaking love working with Josh. Staple here at Scared Stupid. Oh, yeah. So, if uh, if all of that doesn't knock your fancy, speaking of witches, the TV series Salem. Oh, there you go. Absolutely incredibly done. Yeah. Have you ever sat down and watched any of it? When it first came out, I watched the first season. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But I saw it was on Amazon Prime, so I think me and Jess are going to get back into it. I mean, the first episode when Mercy bots her fucking finger off yeah. and like that... Yeah. I was like, awesome. Okay, you got me. They're really stepping up their horror game at the beginning of the year. Yeah. It's usually a slow, slow horror season. Yeah. But uh, Netflix got some really good shit. Amazon Prime got some good shit. They heard everyone on Facebook talking about the shitty selection of Netflix horror movies. Did, yeah, Netflix. for sure. I mean. Because they're definitely stepping up their game with yeah. the horror. I mean, that's what that's what's in right now, thankfully for us. <laughs> that's the popular thing. Well, people are trying to escape the other the, the real fears of life like yeah. asteroids and coronavirus right they just want to be scared by like the uh, wolf like, man geez, <laughs> can, like a mass murderer looks like <laughs> is safe now because at least you can like walk you can like move to a different town or yeah, something you can at least run away from it like you can't run away from the coronavirus you don't have to live in Derry, maine anymore yeah, yeah, but everybody just, always comes just go to fucking nashville bro <laughs> yeah. chase your dreams it's fine it's fine <laughs> stay away from elm street yeah um, because booga 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 don't go near camp crystal lake well, yeah these are and uh you know stay away from uh hods what's a hodsville what's no. hodsville uh no it's not haddensville jesus i have to have it had least one to two screw-ups <laughs> an episode that make people go this is the guy that hosts the horror podcast <laughs> tuesday's like i've never seen friday the 13th ever in my life i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i asked her what her favorite one outside of the- she's like honestly there are none i love mine <laughs> i love mine fuck <laughs> off chris <laughs> she's gonna make an awesome co-host <laughs> <laughs> And be like, God, get some names right. Get some names right, dude. I was telling Ashley that I was like, that's become my thing now. Like once an episode, I just fuck yeah. up something. She's like, maybe you should stop that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Chris yeah. is just on drugs all the time. Yeah, it's not my fault. I try my hardest. <laughs> so we have one more interview for you here at the bottom of the episode. Yeah. Award winning. Artist, Hall of Fame writing author, producer, composer. He's done a lot of stuff. Mr. Blake Best, uh, author of Razor's Edge and Behind the Screams. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Behind the Screams, that's about about Nightmare Nightmare 4. Yeah. So, and And, I know... And Razor's Edge is a prequel yes to, to uh nightmare on elm street yeah gotcha to kind of what yeah so that's the one that actually made it into the las vegas hall of fame it's like a freddy origin yep story that's what's up yeah and then yeah the dream master behind the screams dream master based off of 
Based off of number four there. Is Freddie in here with us? I know. Somebody just slapped my microphone. Did we fall asleep during recording? <laughs> Wouldn't that be tough? There we go. That's how we're going to start our Freddie reboot. Have they ever done that on the radio station? No. I don't think so. <laughs> when we get Robert England finally. We've had everyone else. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, what I was saying the other day. We've yeah. Pum- Pumpkinhead, Leatherface, Jason, Pinhead. Who am I missing? Uh, with Michael Myers. Pinhead, Michael Myers. Oh, yeah, Michael Myers, Nick Castle. Myers, there you go. Nick yeah. Castle. Yep. So, so we just need Freddy. Yeah. You gotta so hit up Blake. He said they chill, so. Yeah, him and him and Blake are cool. And he's so, working on that fan film. Be like, hey, brother. Let's get Robert we- England. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> <you're> right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Let's get Robert England for the fan <laughs> film. <laughs> but hey, the you know, these guys are doing something cool. They are putting together a Freddy vs. Jason fan film yeah. uh, called Dreamscapes, starring uh, Mr. Cody Huskins. There you go, which you can see. Uh, you can see him at Friday the 13th. That's right. On Friday the 13th. On Friday the 13th. We've, had, we've booked him both Friday the 13th so far now. Yeah, well, he better fucking open up his schedule for all of them. <laughs> yeah, because you, you better get ready, Cody. Because <laughs> Kane is a lot of money. <laughs> Yeah, this game's a lot more. <laughs> we're not going down that road till yeah, we're, we're rich again. Yeah, we're going to get back to there. Independently wealthy. I think Mr. Joshua Adams, the writer of the film, uh-huh. is going to be playing Freddy. There you go. So that's pretty awesome. Nice. Um, but before we go into that interview, we want to thank the people that make this show possible. Yeah. So, first and foremost, and for starters, Otherworldly Coffee. Ooh. Go get yourself a cup of cryptid. There you go. I'm going to keep saying that until they change their slogan to that. You drink some Bigfoot blend. Mm, some of that fun. Son, I love that stuff. Mm. Go go try to find a cryptid and then you become a cryptid yourself. Yeah. The Tennessee Wow Man. (laughs) We've just been looking for cryptids so long. We became the cryptid. cryptid. There's a movie. Right. We got him up. Josh Hasey, we're coming for you with all these scripts, bro. It's like another movie, which I'm trademarking, is a bunch of like horror icons defending a con from like zombies or something. Yes. (laughs) And like using. Wait. There, I saw a trailer oh, for a fuck, movie. Did someone do it the other day? That it's got Kane Hodder and Bill Mosley and fuck, fucking all these fuck. people in it. And that's the whole thing is these murderers are coming after all these horse. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, somebody. It, it came out like 2016. Somebody give me some money, bro. <laughs> I've got ideas. 2016. Yeah. Oh damn, they had that idea before me. Never mind. Yeah, they got it out first. That's a good idea. Yeah, it is a good idea. It's not that original though. No, but yeah. I never saw it when I thought of it, and I was like. I thought of it at CreepyCon, because I was like, wouldn't that be great? But yeah, digging through all my Kane Hodder research. That's yeah. I, oh, I uncovered it. What's it called? Do you I remember? I can't remember mm. the name of it. We'll have to look it up. Well, it's been done. Yeah. but Off um, that boat. Oh. So, Halloween hot sauce. Ooh. Spooky good hot sauce, and yeah. it burns. <laughs> it's good for your Friday the 13th. Heck yeah, it is. It's always good for Friday the 13th have to keep little, it spooky. A little movie marathon. Yeah. Watch all the Friday the 13th, make some chicken wings. Yeah, put some hot sauce on them, then turn go. around and watch you some Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, on Friday the 13th. <laughs> Not there you Friday go. Friday the 13th. See? <laughs> I, you did it. <laughs> it's been a lot. <laughs> So our other people, Goblin Hoss. There you go. One of the best horror merch out, mor- merches, merchants Morch. out there. Morches, mortuaries. Morch. Goblin Hoss Mortuary. Go <laughs> buy stuff from Goblin Hoss. He's great. Outbreak on Main and the Black Cat Curiosities. They're having their grand opening on March 7th. They're grand reopening, reopening. Yeah. after all the damages and terrible luck they've had. Well, it's good to see them back on their feet and then we yes. can help out a little bit. Yeah, that was really awesome. Thanks to everybody that came out for that. And uh, the Mystic Orb. 
There you go. Come out to uh, Clinton down to the Mystic Orb and get all your metaphysical needs met. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, bath needs, sachet needs, all kinds of different candies and clothes and things. Yeah, and you might see wrestlers or Jason Voorhees in the other room cutting promos. Yeah, <laughs> you never know what's going on down at the Mystic <laughs> Orb. All sorts of <laughs> crazy stuff. That's right. So, without further ado, we're going to wrap this episode up and lead off with our final interview with send Mr. Off, send off. A nice send off. There you go. There we go. There we go. I got it. I'll get it off. Well, no, it's backwards now. Remember, we don't yeah. do intros. We do intros at the end, so we're leading off to we're the We're leading off. off to the send off <laughs> to Blake Best. Yeah, yeah. And until m- next time, this has been Scared Stupid. And we are back once again with another thrilling installment of Scared Stupid. Joining me now, another fantastic interview, world-renowned, I'm calling him world-renowned author and soon-to-be fan film producer, writer, composer. He's doing all kinds of stuff for it. Ladies and gentlemen, Blake Best. How you doing, Blake? Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, we're excited to have you. You know, me and Blake have met a few times at uh, a few of the conventions that we've done together, like CreepyCon and Zombie Fest. And Blake's always like a super fun guy, super nice guy. So if you ever get to see him at any of these conventions, be sure to stop by and talk to him. I appreciate that. I try. I know there's a lot of people in a short amount of time coming through. Everybody moves through quickly, but I try to make everybody that stops by feel like they're number one priority because I have the fans to thank for, you know, my entire career. You right. Know? right, yeah. Uh, You're doing great with it. So where did you get your start? Early on in life, I got my start. I was born in Nashville and I lived there for about 27 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a lot of uh, a lot of time in the big city area to try to get myself away because I kind of, you know, home wasn't exactly a real fun place to be. Right. Um, you know, I had some issues at home. There was some abuse and, you know, domestic problems stuff so in order to get myself out of that i started writing yeah. i found i could get lost and you know a story like that you know i could put myself someplace else and get out of whatever i was feeling you know right well that's really awesome that you're able to do something like that and it's able to be such a successful venture for you because so i, I did get to read razor's edge which phenomenal oh, okay i i totally get why that's the one that's made it to the vegas hall of fame isn't it <laughs> it is. I can't believe you know about that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I love, man. I've talked to a whole lot of people about it. I don't like to have <laughs> it because, believe it or not, there are people out there that would, that would and have given me trouble about that. <laughs> right. No, I think that's incredible. I think that's an awesome achievement. And I mean, you're very, you're very proud of the book, obviously. And, but you don't, you know, walk around harping, obviously, that you're in the Hall of Fame out there in Vegas, which I think that's huge. Oh, I know. It, it was it was surreal. I was inducted with Mick Strong, who co-wrote my the book uh, Behind the Screens with me, awesome. and Mick Benson, who was a special effects artist on Nightmare Four. He did the uh, co- the uh, cockroach sequence when Debbie uh, oh, Debbie yeah. Stevens gets thrown into a cockroach and stuff. So he was uh, instrumental in all that stuff. But um, see, that's but, uh, a- no, uh, it just it was just a, an incredible experience. They knew I was getting inducted. I had no idea. They inducted me, and then. They're like, you know, this is for notable contribution to the nightmare mythology. I was like, wow, so this is canon, is what you're telling me. And everybody yeah. in this Reddit pretty much agreed that uh, they oh. consider it what the, a prequel film should be, what they should have went with the one that came out in 2010. Absolutely. Uh, I would agree with yeah. that. Absolutely. But so, kind of. It's a very kind. I appreciate that. <laughs> so then you wrote 
behind did you do behind the screams before or after you did razor it razors that edge? was after razor's edge so after razor's it was edge. razor's edge then it was the weekend mm-hmm. uh and then there was uh, behind the screams behind the screams is the first non-fiction book that i've written so it just basically tells about the making of Nightmare on Elm Street 4, we went through an archive of about 10,000 pictures, all stuff from personal archives, not stuff that Elon had access to. It's just met behind the scenes, showing how things were done, how the gloves were built, how they did Freddy's makeup application. I've got some props from that film. That's that I've amazing. been bringing with me to all these shows. So. Yes, that is something that if you, another thing, if you ever get to see Blake Best at a show, you can go see actual props from Nightmare 4 right there on his table. He, you have a prop glove, don't you? I have, I have several different gloves. Yeah. <laughs> but the gloves are actually made by a builder that I endorse uh, now called uh, Flaming Creations. It's Josh Clark. He's the one that's doing the gloves for this uh, fan film that's happening. But they're all replica gloves. I do own one that Robert has worn and the whole cast from Nightmare 1 and 4 have signed. Oh, cool. Uh, for like a birthday for me. But top uh, <laughs> wise, I've got a stunt mask from Nightmare 1 oh, wow. that Tony Caesar wore. You know, it was made from that same production mold. And then I've got um, the last surviving piece of that Freddy Krueger sweater from Nightmare 4 and all those little arms popping out of them and kind of tear yes. them apart. Yes. Mm. Yep, the last surviving piece is 33, you know. That so, is... I can't see how old it is. It's just even thing. It's 32 years old. Wow. In the bag for God knows how long, you know. I think that's one of my pre- favorite practical effects is watching all those arms shoot out of him. And then, like, the one that comes out of the back of his head and grand starts beating his head up against the boiler there I, I, oh yeah yeah there's some great stuff about that robert is actually a good friend of mine and just sit and listen to him tell these stories it's just like it happened yesterday his memory he's got a mind like a steel trap um, he doesn't forget a face he doesn't forget a name he doesn't forget a fan you know and he's always been super supportive of my career so whenever we get together we try to hang out and i told him next time we got together i'd take him out for that beer and maybe get a burger because he, he definitely knows how to eat very well you know? he, loves, <laughs> he loves his southern Cuisine, you know the the cheat, you know the burgers and all that good stuff. Oh yeah, uh, he's very good. Oh, so. We were uh, we were just talking a Tuesday night actually from Nightmare Four, and uh, she was talking about how you know out of all the slashers out there, nobody has the swagger that Freddy Krueger does, and I think that's just all Robert England under there. Robert England just has this it, awesome swagger to him. He does have an awesome swagger. I'm sorry that I missed, uh, missed Tuesday. I spoke with her, met with her. I had a, an appearance up there at Scarefest in Lexington. I showed up just as a convention goer, not a guest or anything, and then ended up doing a book signing for like two hours in the Oh, wow. So I was like, well, okay, I guess. Well, when a Hall of Famer shows up, what are you going to do? She was very kind, very nice. Oh, yeah, she was a super sweetheart. I think me and her are going to uh, co-host this podcast together she's just she she decided well, if you do if you do <laughs> i would love to come back on for sure Abs- i would like to see your two personalities absolutely you know, together playing off each other you know yeah don't tell terry but i think we're gonna we're gonna replace him with tuesday night terry's sitting across from me it's okay <laughs> so here we are now we've we've knocked out two books and now you're working on this incredible fan film freddy versus jason dreamscape so kind of and i know an indiegogo uh campaign just uh, released for that and we'll share the link for that but tell us a little bit about the inner workings of what's going on with that and what people can expect okay um sure sure i'll give you what i can uh so uh, in february uh cody huskins who i'm sure you've met he's one of the premier jason oh yeah very good, very nice good guy. friend of ours 
Yes, yes, and he's an incredible, um, incredible cosplayer. His, his makeup effects and stuff are just so on point, and he's oh, great, yeah. great guy all around. Uh, he got in touch with Joshua Adams, who's a script writer, mm-hmm. and Josh had conceived this idea, uh, you know, we want to show the meeting of Freddy and Jason, but we want to do it in a way that has not been seen before. Dark or gritty or full revenge, you know, what right. the fans wanted in the mid-80s, and the Kane Hodder was still playing the game. You know? Right. So... He conceived this idea, and then Cody approached me. I think it's so funny. Jason approached me to be creative consultant on the film, <laughs> which ended up being for Freddy Krueger, obviously. Right. Um, Freddy Krueger's creative consultant. So it's like it's so funny to me that Jason tapped me to do a Freddy versus Jason film. Right. The fact that he included, <laughs> fact that he included uh, you know, Jason, you know, Freddy was pretty funny. But yeah, so they had right. this idea, and he said, "So how would you like to be a part of it?" I said, "Well, what is it that you need?" He said, we need, a co- we need an executive producer, somebody that has you know, experience with film, because I've done films before, and somebody that has experience with the characters, obviously, because of the book yeah. and stuff, I do have a lot of experience with character. Absolutely. And we needed a composer. So I did all that stuff. Wow. So you Still wore a lot of hats. <laughs> that's, and see, that's why I gave you such a long title when we, when we introduced you, because you wear a lot of hats. <laughs> I, I do. Unfortunately, none of them are, you know, burned doors with holes in them. Right. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do wear a lot of hats. I actually went through and made another casting announcement this afternoon uh, for Adriana is the girlfriend character, who she's known as the screamer at Outbreak on Main, which oh, yes. is also a very good friend of uh, that. Those, those, uh, the Molluscs are great people. Oh yeah, so they are uh, sponsors of the uh, show. The Black Cat and oh, uh, Outbreak yeah. on Maine. Yeah, they sponsor the show. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, and just to announce her as a character, she's an incredible actress, and her screen is just, my producer was not expecting. I think oh, yeah. <laughs> close to midnight. He starts to listen to it, and then all of a sudden, the blood curdling screen comes out, and he's like, shit, really? <laughs> yeah, she does. She's got <laughs> a great one. Like, about the curse. Uh, I just kind of <laughs> she uh, she actually did. Uh, oh no, you can curse on the show. That's fine. Uh, she actually did an on stage thing with me at CreepyCon, uh, kind of doing the scream thing where her and Mo Mo came out in the giant uh, bunny outfit that he wears, and I had him attack her on the stage. <laughs> oh oh, I must have missed that. You know, yeah. I didn't get to see as much around that as I, I know liked. you My were. Was, you were way I back spent there. Six and a half hours at the table with. Out so much as a bathroom break. Good lord! So, I mean, I, I know the well, feeling. Well, my I'm, line was long. I yeah. mean, and I have fans to to uh, to meet with and to thank and to let them know that I'm thinking about them always. You know, right? They have made me where I can do this for a living and have a career and do films and do books and do convention appearances and yes, and all that. Uh, you know. And I mean, and that's so awesome that you you do take the time to speak with everyone. And you know, it's nice that stuff like that doesn't go to your head. Oh well, you know, and it's and it's not always easy because you meet so many different people on such a large scale. You're trying to make sure that everybody gets equal time. That's why one of these perks for this this uh, uh, this uh, campaign for the film is for me to do a one-on-one thank you video with everybody. And you know, for those that donated certain tiers, they get to have a personal tour of my screen news nightmare props. I take them through my office, a little video tour, just me and them. You know, answer the questions. It's my way of getting to meet with people that otherwise I may not be able to meet because I don't get to do as many cons as I'd like. Like, I don't, right. you know, there's cons, there's people that want me cons all over the country, but it's just a matter of timing. And then, well, he's a writer. I don't know. 
who right. is he? You know, I've got a reputation, but some of the places they don't know me as well as others. Right. I can see. Well, oh. yeah, you know, that's true anywhere. <laughs> anywhere you go, but there's, there's going to be somebody that doesn't know you, but that's just another opportunity to pick up a new fan, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> and it's also an opportunity for me to do videos like that so I can have that that one-on-one time and get to meet with the fans that otherwise may not get to see me, and I don't like disappointing fans. Right. I don't like to see them disappointed. So if I can do anything in my power to keep that from happening, I do it. Absolutely. So, Blake, tell the people out there where they can find you, where they can find this campaign, and, uh, you know, kind of what to look out for from you. Well, look out for anything to do with Nightline Elm Street or, or uh, Freddy Krueger, because I'm always usually involved in some form or fashion, you know, with some with one or more of those projects. Um, you can find me on Facebook at, uh, just search my name, Blake Best. I also have an author page, Blake Best Author. Um, and then I've got a website, which is all listed there. Uh, www.wixsite.com/blankbestauthor.wixsite.com. Um, you can find all that stuff there. There's so many different links and so many different uh, different things that I'm doing. But definitely keep up with me on uh, on the uh, campaign stuff. Which yes. you you got a you got a part there. I know? do. I have uh, a secret <laughs> hidden part in the movie. I you will be seeing my mug in this film. So instead of reviewing a film for once, I'm going to be in it. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. You have quite the personality, and I'm looking forward to working with you. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to working with you. And thank you for sitting down with us today and taking time to talk to us, brother. I really appreciate that. No problem. I'm just sorry there was a misunderstanding about the uh, the time thing. I wasn't aware there was a time differential. Hey, when you're living in the twilight zone, who knows what can happen, right? (laughs) <laughs> right. And by the way, I wanted to give a shout out to that other world with coffee too. I did get to try some. I'm not a coffee drinker, but yes. I drank it and it was very, very robust. Very, right. very good stuff, very incredible and definitely would help keep Freddie away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, even that's the Bigfoot blend too. That's like the the most chilled out version of all the blends that they have. So but even that one, yeah, it'll keep you up all night. <laughs> Oh, yeah, which is definitely going to help with me some of these nights when I have to pull, you know, this executive producing doesn't stop at at dinner time. It goes on all day and night. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Blake, we're so glad you enjoyed the coffee and we're so glad you enjoyed sitting down talking with us today. So until the next time, we'll talk to you soon, my friend. Thank you so much for coming on today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. See you, buddy. See you.